0: You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, Garth Fagan is a household name in Rochester. But we peek behind the curtain and hear a story about his influence through the perspective of two of his dancers. That is mine. That is what I share with Garth.
1: I share that with my son, WD, and I share that with Barack Obama.
0: That's coming up on Earshot. Support for Earshot from WXXI News is provided by Rock Vox Recording and Production, presenting Legacy Cast, audio and video recordings of loved ones telling their stories for posterity. Produced in a full service studio located in Bushnell's Basin. More at R-O-C-V-O-X dot com. Garth Fagan is one of the most famous names in Rochester. You probably know a little bit of his history. Born in Jamaica, founded a modern dance company, won a Tony in 1998 for his choreography in The Lion King on Broadway. Well, my colleagues at WXXI-TV have been working on a documentary about Garth for the last couple years— And it shows a side of his story that few rarely get a chance to see. There's all kinds of archival footage and interviews with Garth and his dancers. And what I love about it is that they're able to show, even to non-dancers like me, just how groundbreaking the style of movement was at the time and how much it influenced the culture. The film is called Prelude, by the way, named after Garth's most well-known dance. And when I watched it, I was struck by the way Garth's story was told by the people around him, the way they talked about him, especially his dancers. Katie Eppner is a producer with WXXI-TV, and she's been working on the documentary. So I asked her to tell one story about the legacy of Garth Fagan dance through the lens of two of his dancers. Here's that story.
2: Gentlemen, that's the right hand of Garth Fagan Dance in teaching, administration, and getting everything done. My bad, bad, bad son, William Ferguson. My name is William J. Ferguson II.
3: William, or Bill, Ferguson wears a lot of hats these days.
2: I am the Executive Director of Garth Fagan Dance. I am the Artistic Director of the Garth Fagan Dance Student Ensemble. I am Garth's personal assistant.
3: But back in 1989, he was a student at the University of Missouri-Kansas City Conservatory. He was a dancer about to graduate with no concrete plans for the future.
2: My instructor, Deborah Lee, said that Garfagan Dance is coming into town and I should go to that master class. And I was like, oh, Deborah, I don't want to do anything. I just got done with my senior project. I just want to party tonight and, and, you know, chill out tomorrow. She said, you got to go.
3: He did. That decision determined the next 32 years of his life, but we'll get to that. Garth Fagan is a prolific personality. He's been interviewed hundreds of times about his work, but I never really got it until I got to know his dancers and hear what they had to say about his influence. Maybe that's because around here, some of us take Garth for granted. He's been a fixture in Rochester for so long, over 50 years. And over the course of his career, modern dance has become more and more mainstream. But for his dancers who lived through it, especially those early years, it was electric. Back to Bill.
2: I wasn't going to go dance with anybody. Because I, I, nobody was doing anything that I thought was worthy of my time. I was going to find something new. And I said, well, he's got something sort of new here. I'd never done anything Fagin Technique. I didn't even know about Garth Fagin Dance.
3: At the time Bill entered the company, Garth Fagan was still nearly a decade away from winning his Tony for The Lion King choreography. But he'd been growing his company for years and had put on a number of successful pieces. Modern dance wasn't new, but the Fagan technique was. A fusion of modern dance, African, and Afro-Caribbean movement meets ballet and postmodernism. It was subversive and powerful, controlled and explosive and almost entirely impossible to explain on the radio. But when Bill started dancing with the company, he felt connected to it immediately.
2: I had never taken a dance class that felt so much like me. What we did in that class felt so right. It was like putting on an old shirt or old shoes or gloves that you've been wearing for years. It just felt like me.
3: In those early years with the company, Bill says he was excited, maybe a little full of himself.
2: One of the things that I found that I could do pretty readily was follow without letting people know that I was following. Because for the first, I guess, the first three and a half years of the company, nobody knew that I didn't know the counts to everything. I was quick, I was quick.
3: Over time, he learned, he flourished, and he rose to the intellectual demands that the Garth Fagan technique requires. Becoming a lifer, like so many legends before him. But this story isn't just about Bill.
2: It was through my association with Garfagin Dance that I met Nikki. My wife. The love of my life. The mother of my two children. I'm the man I am today because of her. I want to hear from you, Nikki.
1: Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank you for the setup.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This, of course, is Nicolette Ferguson.
2: His aforementioned wife, who graduated summa cum laude and was a student of mine at Brockport from the sunny island of Jamaica, yay! Nicolette the past Ferguson.
1: OK, here we go. Um, so where do I start, right?
3: Nicolette, or Nikki, was a dancer. She went to Brockport to study under Garth in the early 90s.
1: Immediately when I saw him, saw the company, I didn't know he was Jamaican. So, of course, that won my heart over, you know, that connection to my my birthplace, my history, my ancestry. And I saw the movement and DNA responded, like it was in my blood. This was the company for me. This was the movement that connected with me. Nikki joined the company in 94 after graduating. And as she says, she worked her
3: butt off. She had a technique to master, leaving little time for a relationship, but, she and Bill remained close.
1: We, we became friends, and I think that's the solid foundation of our relationship, was that we were friends first and foremost, and we were confident, and I could, um, I could talk to him about anything.
3: The two finally did come together, got married, and planned to have children, which brings us to 2008. In
1: 2008, um, when I became pregnant with my first child, um, Who is now William Donovan, 12 years old? I can't believe it.
2: 12
1: years old. Um, Here I was in this company, world acclaimed company, um, world acclaimed choreographer, and I get a solo created for me and my growing belly. Unbelievable, right? The performance
3: was called Phone Tag, Thanks and Things. It's choreographed over a variety of solo piano pieces interspersed with phone messages. One was a message from Nikki and Bill on their way back from a three-month ultrasound.
1: So we had, we called him, we said, three months, everything looks good, baby's good, you're you free to tell everyone now.
2: I just wanted to let you know that now we are official. Yep,
1: we have a baby, so we can spread the word and let the celebration begin.
3: Bill tells me incorporating voice messages into his performances was just one of the ways that Garth personalized his art. And this was a really big moment for Nikki, as a woman, as a mother, as a dancer, but it was bigger than her because that performance debuted on November 4th, 2008, an historic day for other reasons.
1: Not only was I able to perform, six months pregnant with my first child, all these new feelings, feeling great, feeling wonderful at the Joyce Theater, one of the foremost theaters for dance in New York City where I grew up, on the same night that our first African-American president was elected president of the United States. Oh my God! Yeah. Like I mean, I was making history for myself, for the company, um, for other women in the audience. Barack Obama was making history in the United States, in the world. I can't thank Garth enough for that experience. I mean, I don't know anybody else who can say that. Like. That is mine. That is what I share with Garth. I share that with my son, W.D., and I share that with Barack Obama. <laughs> that is my connection to him.
3: The Fergusons have two children now, W.D. and Nicholas. Nikki actually revived her solo during her second pregnancy,
1: and she uses that experience now to teach. Ladies would talk to me after. they say, I couldn't even get out of bed when I was pregnant. How do you lift your leg, <laughs> you know? And um, just have that conversation just how powerful women are and how much we can accomplish as human beings. I wanna be that inspiration that Mr. Fagan was to me, right? Um, And I wanna be a source of opportunity for others to give them uh, a way and to believe in them, but also to have them realize that they hold the power. Mm -hmm. They have the ability Right? As, as we strive to provide opportunity. As for Bill,
3: he's thinking a lot about what's next. Garth Fagan Dance hit its 50-year anniversary in 2020. Things have changed a lot, but not just due to the pandemic.
2: Garth built a strong foundation for us for over the last 50 years, and it's up to us to shore it up, to allow the institution of Garth Fagan Dance to grow larger. Because it's time for us to... Pay it forward. Where I'm at now, um, as much as Garth is my father, Garth is my mentor, Garth is our leader, where I'm at now, it's time for us to take that weight off of Garth. And it's time for us to lead. It's time for us to carry the, the weight of the responsibility of carrying Garth Fagan Dance forward with the same fervor, with the same intelligence, with the same adherence to standards that Garth imbued in us.
3: Garth Fagan often talks about how, in the beginning, he started with nothing but a vision. I don't know if his vision included all of this, but this is the legacy of Garth Fagan. A marriage, an unforgettable stage performance, children, career trajectories, And that's just for this family. So many of his dancers have their own moment or moments that made them, that changed them fundamentally and devoted them to this technique, this company, and this man, enough to carry out the next phase, whatever that may be.
0: Katie Eppner is a producer with WXXI-TV. She's a producer, an editor, and sound designer of the film Prelude, the legacy of Garth Fagan dance. This was just one of many stories that came out of the film. It's truly amazing to watch, and you can see it for yourself. It's going to be at The Little on Thursday, September 8th. More info on that at thelittle.org. And it'll be broadcast on WXXI-TV September 16th. And that's it for Earshot. Subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes in your feed every Friday. Except next Friday. We're taking the week off. But in the meantime, you can find even more local news on our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.